live at LTNCon 2022, and I am here with one of our exhibitors. Uh, it is Chris Wilson of Gilded Greylands. Yes, right. That's correct. Gilded Greylands, the which Gilded is Greyland. a uh, it's a gaming store. Yes. Tabletop games. Soon store. to be. Soon, Soon to, to be. be store. <laughs> it's a store here. Y'all definitely yes. have the most stuff for sale. Uh, <laughs> I think I've spent the most time uh, of any booths at uh, at yours just trying to pick which game I'm taking home to my kids. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got you. I understand that. Uh, so you said soon to be. So I guess uh, you kind of filled me in on this beforehand, but you want to explain what the situation is right now? And yeah, so um, <laughs> one of the reasons we have the most product here is because it was sitting in stacks on the floor or in boxes collecting dust, not making us any money. So we um, thought we would be open by now, but when you buy a 120-year-old building that for decades has not been kept up to city codes, <laughs> you have a lot of work to do to get that building up to code to be able to open it to the public right and so we have gotten almost everything done to make that possible but the biggest thing and hurdle for us right now is we have to do some sort of fire safety work in the building um, and that's going to be some combination of firewalls and fire doors to section parts of it off uh, and then a fire sprinkler system and unfortunately we didn't have that budgeted in our startup costs mm when we started planning for opening the store and so that's it's kind of where we're at right now so where are y'all located and, and hoping to be located we the the building is in central oklahoma in okay. a in a medium-sized town uh shawnee is the name of the town okay yeah, I've been to just that. east of oklahoma city okay so in the oklahoma city area uh so y'all are working on getting set up uh if someone anywhere you know, you don't have to live in Oklahoma City to support a great company. Uh, but but how, yeah, how would they absolutely. be able to, like, donate to help you all get to where you need to go? Yeah, so we, um, two things. Uh, we did, you use the word donate. We do have a web page right now where we are tapping into our community and our friends and family locally and also all over the world that want to help out. Um, our website, thegildedgrayland.com slash donate. You can see more about our building, about our long-term vision for the building, uh, and what we need. And we've got a donation form there, as well as some Kickstarter-type rewards. You can get a shirt, you can get a sticker, a logo, um, some cool stuff. Um, but also, we are getting our, just this week, got our online store up and running to help move some of that product that was just sitting and collecting dust. And so, um, we will same, be... Same address, same yeah, address. Same, uh, okay. well, yeah, same address. Yeah. Right. So, so what made uh, what made you want to like open a game store to begin with? Yeah. So my wife and I have been dreaming about doing this for several years. We lived in New Orleans, just moved up to Oklahoma, which is where I'm from, about a year ago now, last fall, and um, was looking for a job, not having success finding one. And uh, we had made some friends in the Shawnee area, and after hanging out with them for a few months, they said, hey, we want to open a store, and you don't have a job, and you're good at teaching people play games, apparently. That's a reputation. Uh, <laughs> and you're really extroverted, and none of us are. And the, the other two husbands of the couples had full-time jobs, and so they're like, we want you to be the full-time employee to manage the store and run our social media. And I said... Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Why would I turn that down? <laughs> right. All right. So I mean, this is a this is a heart of America type story, right, right. here. This is like we're gonna we're gonna do it ourselves and, yep. and get it up and, and running. And uh, honestly, what better thing to invest in, right, than than the <laughs> than the story of someone trying to start something new and fresh? What uh, of all the games that you got back there? What's your favorite one Oof. that you're selling? That's a tough question. Um, Probably of all the games we have on our shelf right now, I'm trying to think of everything that's on the shelf. I'm trying to remember. We brought a lot of product. Um, probably Scythe, Scythe would be would yeah. be up there, um, or Rolling Realms. Rolling Realms, I've heard which, a lot about, which is yeah. great. Yeah. If you're a Stonemaier Games fan, <laughs> Rolling Realms is 
Like, you got to get it. You got to play it. So. <laughs> so have you been enjoying LTN Con? Absolutely. Yeah? What's been your favorite part so far? Uh, last night, speaking of Rolling Realms, we sponsored and hosted oh, and right. ran a large group play of Rolling Realms, which is a roll and write game. So as long as everybody has a, a sheet, mm-hmm. you can play unlimited number of players. Right. And so we had, I don't know, probably 25, 30 people. Yeah, it was a good um, Hang out. I taught the game. We played it. Uh, LTN got to give away a full base game and all six of the promo expansion realms. And so that was just a lot of fun. That's one of my favorite things about coming to conventions is teaching people how to play games. Yeah. And seeing the confusion and pain in their face at first, and then halfway through the game it clicks, and they're like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and that was pretty much the entire room last night. So <laughs> it was a lot of fun. All right, well, before I let you go, I want to play uh, a game with you. Okay. So uh, a lot of these interviews are going to be airing on our morning show, and we play a few uh, little quick, easy games on the morning show. And so I want to play a game with you called Would You Rather. Now, I'm sure you've played this game before. <laughs> I hate this game. Right. <laughs> Uh, but in this in this instance, what you're trying to guess is not you're not picking your choice. Oh, okay. You're okay. picking who you, what you think most people have chosen. Oh, okay. All right, and we're gonna see if you can if you can connect with the minds of America. Okay. Right? So uh, your first one: Would you rather have an easy job working for someone else, or work very hard for yourself? And I think this Ooh. could apply to you pretty well. We're we're going for two out of three. By the way. I think I know what I would say. Yeah. But I'm going to take a guess and say that most people would rather easy work for someone else. Yeah. No. No. Okay. 58% said they would rather work very hard and work for yourself. I I would put myself in that that percentage, but I figured that would be the minority. Have more faith in people. Come on. No offense. Sorry. So one down, you got to get these next two to win here. Would you rather be able to fast forward in your life or be able to rewind to a previous time in your life? So fast forward or rewind? I'm assuming this means you can't go back. I would assume rewind. (laughs) If you fast forward, you assume rewind? 69% agree with you. Got it. We're one and one. So last up, would you rather always get away with lying or always know when other people are lying? Oh, man. Save the (laughs) toughest one for last. So you would rather always be able to get away with it or always know when everybody else is lying. Right. I'm going to assume the good in people, and I'm going to say most people would rather know when someone is lying to them. 73%. Yeah, that's that's by far All the, right. that's the good. largest gap I've seen. That yeah. restores a little bit of faith in humanity, <laughs> right? <laughs> Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining me, man. And uh, uh, one more time, give him the website. Uh, TheGildedGrayland.com. All right. So go if you uh, want to buy a game or if you just want to donate to help support, get them in their building. Uh, this is a fantastic opportunity to bless this uh, upstart of a uh, gaming company. Thank you so much for being one of our exhibitors here. And That's been us. a blast. Uh, you know, the sponsors like you help us put this together. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. Yeah. So thank you so much, man. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate Enjoy the it. rest of the con. All right, you too. All right. It is LTN Con 2022. I am live here Woo-hoo. with Mr. Todd Turner. I said that name right. I panicked. <laughs> you got it right, man. Todd Turner from <laughs> Mosaic Fan Art. Uh, I've been talking about you as we've been on the stream uh, at least three or four times. That's because of my awesome dancing. That's yeah. Well, you also yeah. You've also been featured on the stream, but I mean, I've been talking about your your amazing artwork in the back. Well, thank uh, you. We've got we've got quite a few like artistic vendors here, which is cool given that we're such kind of a smaller convention that uh, we have that many people bringing their artwork out, but. Your, your stuff, I mean, you're actually actively building it yeah. at your booth right now. You do glass mosaics. I do. Stained glass mosaics. Stained glass mosaics. But you do, do you just do exclusively, like, comic book and pop culture stuff? Or do you? Do that is it. Unless, stuff, you, yeah. unless um, a relative needs a sign made for their nonprofit. Okay. 
<laughs> so when uh, when you when I got uh, when I got to you yesterday, you were working on a like a Hellboy logo, is that right? Correct? Which Chris Poirier has already hollered already, dibs, already claimed, on? already claimed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I bet he would get that one. And right now, what are you working on? I'm working on an animated Joker. All right, so 12 by 12, and that's from the it's the Joker from the Batman. Correct. Yeah, Mark series, Hamill. Right? Yeah, the Joker. Mark Hamill Joker. Um, so how did you get started doing these things? Um, I always wanted to be a comic book artist. Um, I love comics. That's my fandom. And um, I can't draw at all. My wife and I were on our 10th anniversary. We're in Chicago, and there's a stained glass museum at the Navy Pier at, at the time. And um, before the advent of the Internet. And you, you see this, and I go, this stuff is gorgeous. What if maybe Batman was in a stained glass church window. I mean, who thinks that? But it was like, you know, at that point, I didn't know of anybody doing anything like that yeah. in comic books or pop culture. And I thought, well, maybe I could give this a try. And um, so my wife bought a record collection at an auction for 25 bucks. I sold enough records on eBay to buy my startup material about three or four hundred dollars wow, and way to start and um just did the human torch human torch was your first one it was the first one okay because yeah, i'm a huge fantastic four fan so uh, all right i really wanted to do the, the human torch <laughs> so yeah and that's how um so i did that for now it's been 20 something years and i would build things just as a hobby because i am a full-time pharmacist um and would just make something and put it in the basement where no one ever saw it, <laughs> and about Just make them in personal collect. That's exactly right. Closet. So, in about four years ago, during um, a service at our church, um, we were challenged, you know, to do basically something with the talents God's given you. Yeah. And I thought, you know, God wouldn't give somebody a talent or a passion or a love for something that He couldn't use for His ministry. And I was like, well then he's got to be able to use my love for comic books. I'm halfway decent at this mosaic thing. Um, there's got to be something I could do with that. So created Mosaic Fan Art. It's basically an outreach mission, very similar to what LTN does, not on that scale. I'm just one guy that makes and goes to comic conventions and tries to be a positive influence. And I have my little paper that I hand to people telling them that, you know, uh, we are all broken in some way we may, you know, whether by our own decisions or decisions of others, broken whether physically, spiritually, mentally, but that in the hands of the right artist, we can all be a new masterpiece. Um, so, you know, you take broken things, put them together, and they're better than they were before. My heart is about to burst. I love so much. Yeah. That that's the, the allegory that you use. And it's, I, didn't, I can't believe I didn't even think of that up until this point. But that's beautiful. Well, thanks. That's fantastic. Fantastic message right there. And, and absolutely true. And I know you, you are just, this is my perception of you. Okay. The conversations that we have. You are not boastful and therefore people talking to you might not get the idea uh, offhand without looking at your work just how freaking fantastic <laughs> well thank you your stuff is it looks like it took teams of people <laughs> to map out these things the the specific like uh, Bubba and I were talking about this last night that like just the crazy amount of detail that you put into transforming essentially like comic book panels and yeah and logos and things right into this this glass artwork is mind blowing. Well, thank you. Uh, even just <laughs> like watching you do it. Watching you sit there and do it, I have no idea how you're doing it. <laughs> like, and I have faith that you could do it. <laughs> I, I mean, look, hey, I can, I can learn a lot of things, but just just the 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 reason I've been talking about your booth is because uh, I said of all the booths that we have, yours is the one where you walk right in front of it and you're just okay. I'm here for ten minutes because yeah. I have to take all this in. Like, there's just so much to look at, and it's so just mesmerizing. Uh, the 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 skill that is shown off in these things, um, 
for those of you who don't believe what I'm saying, I need you to go to at Mosaic Fan Art on uh, yeah any media of the social medias or MosaicFanArt.com and look at what this dude does because it's it's breathtaking. It's well, breathtaking. Thank you. Stuff. It's a it's a definitely a conversation <laughs> starter. Yeah, you know, and that's what it's for. Like when I go to cons, I don't expect to sell these. Some of these pieces are. They're pricey. Some of them are, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's and they're not there to sell. That's why I don't do commissions. I just do what I like. Yeah. And um, that way if it they if it doesn't sell, I get to keep it. And um, but people come and they'll look at it and they'll talk and it's a good chance to talk to people and um, I for those who go to comic conventions or like LTN Con, it's a it's a space where a lot of people can actually for the first time be who they feel they are yeah. and not feel judged by, you know, the whatever, you know, whether it's their church family that they feel ostracized from or just society in general. A lot of people come there and they feel, wow, you know, I can be myself. Yeah, and then when they come up and, <laughs> you know, see something that they like and you can talk to them and be uplifting and hopefully get a chance to plant seeds and you never know, you know, you just, I, I've, it's not my job to tell people what they do is right or wrong. It's my job as a believer to invite people to meet my friend Jesus. Right. And then it's his job to take care of the rest. Absolutely. So, and that's how I felt called to do with the Mosaic fan art. That is absolutely fantastic. Before I let you go, uh, I want to play a game with you because we've been oh. playing these games for our morning show. Oh, no. Uh, and so I want to play. I think you could do the hard one. So I'm going to give you the hard one. This one's called Rapid Fire. Oh, gosh. And what this is going to be. I'm going to lose my nerd there's card. A timer, there's a timer. Well, how's my social anxiety is getting to me now? There's nerd and non-nerd questions in here. I have no idea how fast they go. Okay. Uh, there's a timer here. Your goal is to get seven sets correct. So it's going to give you a question like... Give me three words to start with B. Gotcha. Okay? Yeah. Your goal is to get seven of them in mm -hmm. the time. You are allowed to skip, but not twice in a row. Gotcha. If you skip, it does take a, a second a point or two off. off. Oh, gotcha. Not a point, oh, a second or two second off the timer. Uh, and again, I can't see the timer, so I can't give you a, even a clue as to how fast oh it's going. Oh, my gosh. I don't even get a countdown? <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm only sweating profusely, yeah. but yeah, All let's right, do it. Go. Uh, Boy, guys. Batman, banana. <laughs> Name three Hawaiian islands. Uh, Maui, Oahu, Hawaii. Name three words that rhyme with ice. Mice, nice, twice. Name three muscles in the body. <laughs> the deltoid, the lat, and the gluteus maximus. Name three lakes. Uh, the uh, Ontario, Michigan, uh, Huron. Name three fears. Fears? Mm -hmm. uh, the arachnophobia... Triscodecophobia and uh, the the fear of falling. I don't know what it would be called. Name three gems. Gems. Amethyst, garnet, and opal. Name three car freshener scents. A pine, new car, and uh, Hawaiian Island. <laughs> Name three words that rhyme with chip. Uh, dip, pip, and lip. <laughs> Name three jobs at a bar. Uh, the bartender, bar back, and the waitress. Name three appetizers. Oh, oh we're out. Dude, you got nine. Oh, yes. You crushed, it. You crushed it. I think I made uh, car sense up, though. <laughs> I'm pretty Hawaiian sure. Islands, then. I'm pretty sure. I bet you tropical. Like, that was what like that would be, right? Tropical or like Hawaiian yeah. life. Oh, I think on Family like Feud, yeah. Steve Harvey would give that to me. I think. Todd, thank you so much for Thank you, Matt. Me, you do and great, man. Thanks for man. being a part of LTNCon. Well, thank you. Couldn't have done it without vendors like you. Awesome, man. Thanks, brother. All right, thank you. <laughs> It is LTNCon 2022. I am live here with Donna Shaw from one of our exhibitors, which is Mini Maples Studio. Yep. Uh, explain to us what what that is. What what you know? That's off the top of the head. It doesn't yeah. really sound <laughs> like you could explain what that is to anybody. Yeah, I think uh, primarily I work in uh, original sculptures and handmade dioramas. Okay. Um, most of what I do is for libraries and elementary schools to encourage reading and literacy and curiosity and. Um, yeah, but I've recently started getting into tabletop gaming and making terrain pieces and painting pieces for friends and 
Yeah. So uh, what, what got you into making the gaming elements? Well, my son has gotten super interested in D&D. And yeah. so, um, and through that interest, we realized there were a couple of other folks in our church who love D&D as well. And, um, and then we just started kind of talking about ways that I could use my interests and gifts to help, uh, you know, uh, amplify the tabletop gaming experience, and we've just started a campaign ourselves at oh, our really? home. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. So that's been fun, and um, so yeah, I'm trying to make some things for us, but also, yeah. I mean, I think I think that encouraging curiosity and a love of play for all ages is just really crucial for our well-being. So, you know, it's just another way of encouraging those things. So. Absolutely. I've taken a look, uh, quite a close look at a lot of your your pieces for the, like, the D&D stuff and the dice trays and things. It's very high quality, very, like, Thank you. beautiful looking stuff. Um, but I also have taken a lot of time looking at the dioramas that you have, especially the one that has, I think you use one of those, like, Instagram, you know, word a day things to yeah to to come up with something and you built a little character based on every one of them and that was like the challenge you put out here on the table is try and find every which one yeah is this the kind of stuff that you do for like the libraries and, and stuff like that it's, yeah it's brilliant stuff Thanks. we've also had uh several people uh fangirling over your like miniature books magnets <laughs> yeah. like so like there's a whole little party of people that showing them all off yesterday that's amazing I'm like, these are awesome looking <laughs> i will i made them because i wanted them like yeah. um yeah i i just got excited and then uh yeah the more the more books i started looking into and primarily like classic literature but also children's literature and um yeah, I have more that I'm going to make. I mean, so they'll be on my website. So uh, What's that right now? Oh, uh, that's uh, minimaplesstudio.com. Dot com. All right, I'll get yes. that again at the end here. What got you started into this kind of craft work? Um, in 2015, my daughter started getting into American Girl dolls. Oh, and classic. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a very, like, eight-year-old girl kind of thing for, you know. And... Um, and so she wanted a bakery, and for her birthday, I decided to build her one. And so I started watching tons of YouTube tutorials about how to sculpt different foods or how to craft them out of everyday items, repurposed items. And um, around that time, I started having some chronic health issues that really started impacting me. And so it became a really good outlet to um, low, low impact physically, but also a way to connect with my kids and play with them and be creative. And um, I did that off and on until about 2018, 2019. Took a break. And then October 2020, um, I got a list of sculpting prompts. And while I was looking through it, I just kept imagining these rabbits. So, like, the first one was, I think it was Chomp. So I imagined a rabbit, like, taking a big bite of carrot with a big puppy cheek. He's actually over in the diorama <laughs> right now. And, um, and then I just kept making them and making them. I ended up with, like six of them then 12 and then 30 and now i think i've got like 60 or 70 that i've made and they just keep coming so i have to keep building places for them to live you know and it's a problem it really is <laughs> but now i find homes for them elsewhere like libraries I, i'm going to make a christmas display um for the floyd county public library uh december and january it'll be up there so yeah that is really cool I, I so i mean this was just a one day you're like, I'm going to do this. And yeah. you just, you just kind of taught are. yourself through the internet how to do it. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, why, uh, why LTN con? Like why, what, what made you want to hook up with, with, uh, our little convention here? I mean, I love everything about what you guys are passionate about and, um, and coming and hearing the speakers and things has been just even more affirming of that. But, um, well, it was when I did a summer display, I met a member here at LTN, and he told us about this group, and we thought, why did we not know about it? We're local. I mean, we live in the next town over, oh, okay. Jeffersonville. And, um, yeah, it, it just, I think, and I have two kids who are teenagers, so a lot of the things that are being celebrated here um, are things that they love. And so it's, it's it just, there's so many components to it, like, I love, there's so much kindness and openness and encouragement of each other. And I think, you know, um, 
I think play, and like I said before, play is so good for your well-being. And, um, and to have a space where everyone feels comfortable like sharing that and how, how, what, what gets them excited. Um, I forget the phrase that was used last night, but basically how to be, you know, to be unapologetically enthusiastic about yeah. something you love. And so when I was home last night, my husband, Jason, he was like, you know, you kind of are a nerd about this, like, your rabbits. And he's like, I really see how it's relevant to kind of the things we talked about. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I am a rabbit nerd. And, you know, that is one of the, the cool things that uh, drew me to love thy nerd, too, is that it's not just nerd in the traditional sense that we think of, you know, as all video games and math and, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like you can be nerdy about everything. Like, uh, well, you saw uh, the we have a wrestling podcast. No one thinks sports or, or things of that nature as, but I mean, you think of a sports person, they're memorizing stats and figures and oh, yeah. all the players from years and years past up to now. Mm -hmm. And you know how they would compare and all that. That's nerd behavior guys. I mean, you could really nerd out about anything. Yeah. And I think that's one of the more beautiful aspects of it for sure. Agreed. Uh, it has been, uh, a, a, a fun ride looking through all the stuff that you've made. Uh, the, for those of you who are really into D&D, &D, uh, she has, you know, I mentioned the beautiful uh, dice trays, but at the same time, you also have, like, terrain mm -hmm. for people that, like, build their actual campaigns out on a table. Uh, give me the website one more time. Minimaplestudio.com. Uh, Minimaplestudio.com. And they can purchase through there as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And they can contact me. I do commissions um, when I'm available. And um, I can do larger pieces, you know, like two foot by four foot. You know, if people really want to get crazy, like, we can talk about it. Awesome. It I all looks really good. But see it you. for yourself. Go to the website. Is there anything else you wanted to... To share, I don't want to. Oh no! Cut Thank you for having off. me. Okay, well, before you go, we've been playing a game with everybody. Oh, We're playing okay. a couple games, uh, so I want to play a game with you uh, before I let you leave, because that's what we do here. We play games, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so for our podcast, we play some of these games, and this one's a classic game. I'm sure you've played before, called Would You Rather. Oh, okay. Uh, but in this situation, what I'm asking you to do is not necessarily answer what you personally would rather. Okay. But try and pick what you think most people have chosen. Oh, okay. So you're trying to get your mind in all of America right okay, now. Like okay, like Family Feud. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Kind of that. That's it. So we're going to give you three of these. Best two out of three. That's what your goal is, all right? Okay. All right. Would you rather marry your crush or be famous but never find true love? <laughs> you I, think most of America I would hope chosen. it would be marry your crush. <laughs> <laughs> the second sounds very lonely. It does, but rich. Oh, I mean, well, you know, that's true. Yeah, money and no love. That's it. I don't know. Hmm. So, do you believe in America or do you don't? That's the question. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> How much soul is left? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's my vote. Marry your crush. Yes. Good choice. Seventy-eight percent agreed. That's a high number for this game, too. Right. Real good. So, see, hope restored. Okay. Uh, three. And popping up. All right, number two. Nah, we're not going to do that one. Okay. Sorry. First time I've had to do that today. Would you rather never leave your home city or never return to your home city? Oh. Hmm. I'm going to guess never return. Yeah, you think most people? I think most people, at least they feel the need to kind of find their own path. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, 53% though, so that's Ooh. a close one. Oh, that yeah. is close. Closer yeah. than I thought. So you got two. Let's see one more just for kicks though. Okay. Would you rather have a billion dollars and spend it on yourself? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or have a billion dollars and give it all away? Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is what everybody would say, right? <laughs> oh. is this? Did everyone have to ask this question? This yeah. is hard. Not this one, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I would say... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna again, believe this, in America. Yeah, again, y'all are ready to give it away. This isn't representative of you. Okay, okay. So you're believing. Give it away. Everyone, give it away. I mean, I don't know. Fifty-three percent. Oh, boy, that's right. close. That's too. close though. But hey, mm -hmm. we snuck by. Good job, America. Right, you got all three. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, uh, Donna, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Thank you for being a part of LTN Con. We couldn't it's have done pleasure. it without you know our exhibitors yeah. and our vendors. Uh, and uh, I hope it's been a fantastic experience for you and so continues great. to be for the next few hours. Um, <laughs> right. But thank you again. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, <laughs>
It is LTNCon 2022. I am live here with Eunice from uh, Bible X. Yeah, which, hi. Like, first of all, how are you enjoying LTNCon? I, I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's, the, it's my first time being here, and I love the atmosphere. I love how it's like everyone can be themselves, and it's kind of... You can relax in that way when you can be yourself, and then there's lots of games, and just from old and young, they're all having fun. I love it. I love it. I, I told that to Luke, too. I think this is a great <laughs> thing you guys started, and it's yeah. it's awesome to be here. It's so good to be able to have one in person again, too. So I'm going to I'm gonna come at you with what I've told some other people uh, about what y'all are trying to do, and then I'm going to let you kind of explain why I shouldn't be afraid, okay? The idea of a Christian, yeah, a Christian Bible-based, like, video game mm -hmm. has been the dream since the original Nintendo. Like, right, people right. have been trying to make a good version of this type of game That's true, yeah. for decades, and none of them have come close. But seeing the preview video for Bible X has given me so much hope. Thank you. That, this, that you've cracked the formula. Can you tell me about this video game? Yeah. So, so I mean, it started out as just an idea. We want to make a good Christian game, right? Um, and, I mean, that encompasses a lot. So then, obviously, we knew we wanted to tell stories from the Bible. And the main thing, really, is we wanted to tell it in a way that it engages the younger generation. Yeah. We know... Um, it's hard to read these days. Reading your Bible might be a little bit hard, especially when you're like under 18 years old. Um, yes. It's probably easier to listen or watch. And we thought, why not take that a step further and do gaming, where it's like you're actually interacting with the story. And, and that's kind of the initial thought behind that. And then we knew we wanted to tell stories, but you can't just have a game where you all of a sudden are telling stories. It doesn't really make sense. We needed a backstory. So that's kind of how it started. We started doing a like planning out what the story might be, and then that's how we ended up with what we have now, which is um, you actually enter into 2072, kind of a little bit like dystopia world. Okay. Where yeah, where the gov you, you you have heard that the government wants to ban Bible reading because they they think that you know for reasons that could very well be in the future. We don't know, but you know, like just thinking. Um, that is just brainwashing and all that stuff. So then you, you're like a younger person and you're kind of like unsure yeah. like who to believe. And then you meet this guy, his name is Hector, and he, he built a time machine and he wants to go back in time to actually experience the Bible events and decide for himself why this is something that I should believe in. So... Um, you do that. You go in a time machine, go back in time, you meet Jesus and, you know, different disciples, and then you experience what's... Um, basically, right now it's just a New Testament, but maybe in future we'll do Old Testament. We don't know yet. So now this is still in production, right? Like Correct. You're still, you're still finishing touches, yeah. you know, stages. Yeah. It's going to be a PC-based game? Yes, for now. That's for the now. initial plan. Okay. Yeah. And what, what's your uh, what's your timeline? Like, when do you think we're going to be releasing? We, we want to release in 2024. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, right now, the build I've, I've brought to the LTN Con is playable. Just like a little demo. Yeah. We actually have... Um, completed three chapters just like the bare bones the story the gameplay but there's a lot more to add it's open world so you know a lot of my npcs to add a lot more fun stuff that we haven't added so we're working on that it's it takes a while to develop a good open world game so sure absolutely especially yeah. especially when you're trying to make something that historically has has to fight that well this is just boring bible stuff kind of yeah. preconceived notion yeah. to be something more fun. Now, what's like the play mechanic? What does a what does the character do in these yeah. you know, back in the past in these Bible times? Like in the in the chapters you brought, mm -hmm. what is, what does the character do? So I can tell you what the main mechanics are right now. It's still in development and okay. we're trying to figure out what more we can do to Absolutely. make it yeah. even more fun. But right now um, what you do is there's like a, a stealth mechanic 
where you um, have to kind of hide from the guards and like the Roman guards, they they don't like you and and they think you're a sneak and stuff like that. Um, and then um, the main mechanic right now with that is both the hiding and throwing rocks to kind of distract them, or you can throw rocks at people um, if you dare. <laughs> You know, just things like that, and and also then you meet um, different characters, either from the Bible or characters we've thought up that we Built figure we're living yeah. in that time, and then you help them, and through that you get a little bit of a sense of how it was like to live back then. Like, um, yeah, you do different things, do different tasks for them, okay. and there are little mini games. And the one main main feature of it that we have decided to go for 100% from like as of today is this um, co-op that is cross-platform so basically you're playing on the PC but you can have one to six people um, either online or couch co-op um, on their phones um, working with you hmm. in the different tasks and we developed that with um, with the thought that we want to include everybody, you know, ones who don't have a PC, PC gaming computer, ones who aren't that interested in gaming, and ones who like like casual games, but you yeah. know, they want to be allowing that experience, but they don't. They're a little nervous about controlling the the controller. Sure, and that could give them a little bit of a taste for it. Correct. They might You're experiencing it game. and yeah. taking part, but just in a lower level. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, so so that's a feature that we're actually a little nervous to implement because it, no one has done it before that we know of in that way. Like Jackbox does it, but not in a like open world right, right. kind of kind of game. So we're excited, and we also hope like that small groups and youth groups can use that yeah. way where you gather like a little group and then you experience it and you talk about it after. It's kind of the main. That, yeah, that might be the most exciting feature I've heard. Yeah, so we far. really we really hope it'll Yeah. We really hope that it'll take off and <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else we need to know about the project coming up or where we can find it online to follow along the Yeah, so the name is Bible X and the website is biblex.io. We actually have an a free early demo out on itch.io, but you can find all that if you just go to our website, click on the big button that says try the free demo and play it let us know what you think we really want to know what you think try out the co-op feature and we're on the the usual platforms instagram facebook um youtube is it just discord at, at bible x yeah at bible x game at bible x game right. okay yeah awesome well thank you so much for sitting down with me yeah thank you so much and uh enjoy the rest of the convention thank you thank you it is LTNCon live in 2022. I am here, Radio Mads, and I'm with Anthony from uh, the game Allies of Majesty. Allies of Majesty. I yes. said allegiances of. I was going to mix them all up, all the letters. Uh, Allies of Majesty. Now, this uh, this game is. You told me it kind of has a unique backstory in that. It's not out yet, but it's actually been yeah. out for like 22 years. <laughs> yeah, pretty Explain. much. Explain. Okay, so tabletop role-playing game. Let me throw that out first yeah, to absolutely. make sure to quantify yeah. here. But um, I was watching a Dungeons & Dragons cartoon about 12 years old. I'm 46 now, so just to kind of give perspective. And um, I thought as about a 12-year-old you know, kid, yeah. I thought, oh, you know, that'd be cool if... Uh, if you could do this, but like as a Christian at that point, I was like, uh, I mean, I still am, but you know, at that point in my life, I was like, it'd be really cool if I could do that. But like, what if there was like, not like, cause then the cartoon, there's a lot of occulty, you know, sure. whatever yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I was like, what if there wasn't so much of that, you know? And I was like, how could we do that? You know? Cause I, I would always like homebrew risk and like mix in the little, I don't know if you remember those little animals that you'd like put your thumb on the heat transfer and it would um, show you what like element they were, or whatever, oh. you know, those things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I thought about I'd, that. I'd like mix those as in, in his like kaiju, like stomping around the <laughs> risk map, you know, like, and then you like, that was like an un, you know, like Catan has like the, you know, the, 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 the or the, like the barbarians that are yeah, raiding. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was kind of like that, but like wow. raiding kaiju that would like mess up your risk game, you know. <laughs> Anyway, awesome. so I've always made games, you know, yeah. and I was like, how can we make this? And I was thinking like Spirit Realm, that'd be good. Spirit Realm has a lot of mysterious, you know, mm -hmm. symbolic, cool stuff that like is like the occulty stuff, but like, you know, biblical maybe. And then I was like, um, okay, that'd be cool. And like all I could think of was like Michael and Gabriel, like 
okay, warrior, messenger, I get that. That's like martial combat that's boring. And so I just dropped it. Mm. And then I'm holding my first son, you know, about 24 years old later, like about 12 years later. And then, like, I'm not even thought about this game. I've made a lot of other games and stuff, but, like, bam, it just comes into my head. Two other, like, types. I was, like, ministering spirits and minstrels. And I was like, oh, okay, so now we got, like, a healer type, you know, whatever, support. And then you've got, like, uh, at that time, bards weren't cool, okay? Like, nobody played the bard. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, okay, you got, like, the wizard, like, the A- AOE kind of, you know, character. So I was like, okay, now it's interesting. And I had a job at the time where, like, um, it could be very slow at times. And I was in front of a computer at times, like, you know, just holding open a building, you know. Sure. And um, so when I didn't have anything to do, I was typing away at this, you know. And within a couple of months, I had an 80-page, uh, you know, player's manual. And um, that was about 20, a little over 22 years ago. And so I played the game as a youth pastor, as a dad, as, you know, well, I wasn't much still, of a dad. Still using, point. like, yeah. homebrew pieces? Now more of a dad. Yes. And things? Uh, yeah, I just had, yeah, I mean, all. We were, like, you'd use, like, sometimes we'd use, like, Parcheesi guys for our own characters. Because <laughs> what are meeples back then, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. And then um, I would have, uh, like, gummy bears for the bad guys sometimes. <laughs> like, if you take them out, you get to eat it, you know? Right. Of course, yeah. hopefully somebody hadn't moved it around too much before oh, that. Yeah, 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 I didn't yeah, think about yeah. that. Well, usually, you know, yeah, only one person ever touched it, you know. (laughs) So, uh, but it was fun. You know, we had a lot of fun. And it was like this, like, it actually got me a youth pastor position. I, uh, (laughs) you know, kind of, God did, you know. But, like, um, I would go to visit my my wife's cousin, so a cousin through my wife. um, And, like, uh, when I go there, I'd bring the game with me, and he would get all his friends to come over and spend the weekend. <laughs> and so, like, the, the dad who ended up being the senior pastor of a couple of these guys was like, I just wanted to come meet this guy that, like, every time he's in town, my boys are, like, rearranging their <laughs> schedule. And then later on, he's like, hey, I think that was divine, uh, you know, divine appointment. We need a youth pastor now. And uh, I, what do you think about that? And I already knew that last time we were up. Um, I had told my wife, said, we're going to end up coming here being youth pastors. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah, we're supposed to be. She's like, I feel it too. And then sure enough, you know. But, um, yeah, used it a lot as a youth pastor. um, And then just, you know, as a friend of other people, dad, all that kind of stuff as time went by. But so we're actually in our fifth edition. uh, Just (laughs) like D&D. Yeah, I know. The game's never been officially produced right so like you know and it's funny because you can like almost date the editions by the name so like we had you know first edition second edition then there's 3.0 and then we got to like master's edition and renew, or renewed edition and now master's edition but i'm going to release it as just allies of man right yeah. just just let's start, yeah. Yeah, yeah, start yeah, fresh yeah. for the rest of the world but so yeah. so that's that's been its whole journey yeah. up until uh, okay, yeah. How so long have you been started to I had a build couple, the I was going to say, I had a couple opportunities to publish. Uh, one of them was an actual publish. Another one, a guy wanted to, I won't name it for reasons, but because um, he has, still has stuff out, sure. uh, wanted to buy the, the, um, the, the, it turns out he just wanted to buy the mechanics, the game system mm. for a, um, for a, IP he wanted to make. Gotcha. And so I offered to license it, but I didn't want to sell right, it. Right, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, no. I was like, okay, yeah, sorry. But like after both things, I pray, well, that one, I still prayed about it. I prayed about that one and another opportunity. I was like, not yet. No, it's not ready yet. And uh, it's kind of interesting because the lore now, um, there's a lot more uh, theology out that gets into like ancient Near Eastern uh, understandings of things yeah, and yeah. all that. You know, that's like pop pop theology now you know um and so like things that i had in there like hey these unclean spirits are technically canon you can homebrew it if you want but if you don't like this but like they're in in ancient near eastern mythology these unclean like possessing spirits are like deceased nephilim you know like and it like even like 10 years ago people would be like Okay, right. but like I was kind of feeling led to these kind of things, and now it's like all over. And now I say that to people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's no problem." You know? Yeah. It's like God was like setting things up. D and D's huger than out, ever just, before. Just at the right time. Yeah. Exactly. Well, okay. Here's an interesting one. Okay, um, I start making it November of 2018 is when I really got the go ahead. You know, I'd let it go. The second opportunity to publish was maybe 18, 19 years ago. Yeah. And I just let it go since then. I just keep working on it, but just using it. You know, if God ever wants to do something with it, great. I'd love that. But if he doesn't, we've all loved it and enjoyed it, you know. Yeah. And um, 
it was like, you know, November of 2018, God's like, you know, I'm sitting there and it was interesting. It was a wedding, but they were doing worship at the wedding, like before the reception, like it was just a worship time. And it was like, awesome. So I'm sitting there and just kind of praying, you know, whatever. And he's like, Hey, remember that dream you had? I was like, that, you know, one like way back. And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. You never had a meaning for it. Yeah. You were just kind of waiting. Yeah. I remember that. Hey, this is that meaning. It's going to be that game that you're working on. It's going to be coming out. You're like, you're going to need to do this soon. Like it's time to start working on this. And over time I had like, um, I was like, awesome, you know, and over time I had tried to, uh, do things, uh, to see if I could build a team or something. Yeah. The doors were always closed. And after this happened, like doors are open. Like, um, Michael Heiser is a, uh, you know, like, uh, some people, if you know him, you know, him. he's a theology guy. He's uh, like a math or I mean, I'm sorry, a doctorate of, e of Hebrew and ancient Semitic languages and all this kind of stuff like that. Well, like he's writing books on this kind of stuff, like that stuff I was talking about, you know, and it, it's, it's more well known than ever, you know? Right. And, um, He's like, yeah, sure, I love this. That's a great way to get some of these ideas out there, like divine counsel and ways God, you know, the way things like the Old Testament views yeah. uh, things. He's like, this is a great, well, you know, if you uh, put this out, I'll have you on my podcast and we'll back it and all these things. I'm like, awesome. Like, that never would have happened, you know, earlier. So, like, basically, we're developing an app, and this was before the, the, uh, the um, you know, D&D uh, &D Beyond, you know, Hasbro deal. Right. So, like... I was like, you know what? We need to make an app. We need to make it easy. We need to make tools for like the GMs to like have tools, so they can like easily gather new players in and, yeah. and not. And they can focus on because I've seen app games, and they're trying to tell the story for you. They're like making it into kind of like a cinematic board game. Right, right, right. In my mind, yeah. you know, that's not really a role playing game. In my mind, um, you get the same feel, but it's not. It's taking know, away the, that element of your building. Just not the, yeah, yeah, it's like, do yeah. you rush the Hydra or do you run or do you go through the door to the left? Like, right. that's more like the choose your own adventure uh, RPG. Yeah, I get, you know? that. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I made this app, you know, and I was like, people are like, why? You're like, you don't even have a business. Like, that's a big financial investment. I was like, I don't know. I prayed about it and God gave me the ideas for it. Just like the characters. And he's like, and then I prayed about, Hey, do you want me just to not do this again? And he's like, no press into the app. And then like a month later, Hasbro buys D and D beyond and starts announcing these things. If this works out, I, if, if this goes, I might be like the only other RPG that has a major, Okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it yeah, could yeah. just be, it might be not, but it could be perfect. You know? Anyway. So, so where are we at at the, developmental stage yeah now. like yeah like, what, so like we're we shooting for the release? game like i said fifth edition it's 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 deep in there uh so the rules are very established the lore is really deep and established um so i'm way ahead of the game on that right but now i'm actually like paying money <laughs> so like <laughs> i'm uh paying artists to like you know develop this lore into like appealing art um i'm paying programmers you know yeah. i'm paying a 3d modeler to start working on like uh basically Angels and, you know, other than, like, goofy kind of stuff, angels for the most part and demons other than just a, a Balrog copy, right. you know, don't really, you know, yeah. The stuff for my game doesn't exist in, like, Hero Forge or something. Yeah. And so, uh, for the most part, you can ha cobble together a few things, you know. Sure. But anyway, so, like, um, we're, I was like, if I want to give people the ability, because if I don't give them visuals, what's happened is... Because of familiarity, people start thinking of their angel characters as like elves and dwarves and stuff. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, so you need to give them that visual connection. Yes. So, um, you know, the more we do that, like I was like, hey, how you doing? We, uh, we basically, wanted, it was like, let's, let's give people an ability to make their own avatar instead of like scouring. How many times you've been in a game or seen a game, people are like scouring Pinterest or whatever, yeah. try and find something that, oh, my character's like that. Or, right. hey, see this? That's like the sword I have, you know? Yeah. So it's like giving the ability to make that stuff in app, you know, because we already have this app. Yeah. You know, like and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way they can, and then they can print off the like standees, you know, from the, you know. I can't do 3D printing just because the STL is a whole nother level mm. to make it watertight and hollow. And there's all things I learned about this. Right. So I can't quite do that, but I'll help other people hack it. Sure. Yeah. But like, yeah, I can like let people make game accurate standees and all that pretty cheaply. You know? That's really cool. Yeah. So how can people follow like the progress and know when yes. changes are happening? Okay, so I do a monthly email. Okay. Uh, so I don't have the QR code here, but, you know, basically I can get that. Um, 
join the Facebook group. You can get it there. Yeah, Allies of Majesty Facebook group. Okay. Uh, there's also a Discord. I'm trying to think if I I can give you a link, right? Yeah, give yeah, me okay. something I can throw. So I can give you a link later, that yeah. basically um, there's the sign up, you know, there for the monthly email newsletter. Okay. And if you're getting that, it's just monthly, but it gives you the highlights, like three major points about the game's development uh, monthly, and then of course it'll tell you when we launch. But in that success page, when you sign up, you have links to the game wiki. Oh, that's an interesting thing I want to tell you. Okay. Game, wiki, oh, game wiki, Discord, Facebook group, all of that. Okay. And, you know, if you get on the Discord, we play, like, all schedule sessions for any time with people, you know. That's awesome. Kind of stuff. All right, what about the wiki? Yeah, so, okay, I'm, I, before 1D&D, again, God may have just been setting this up, but before they announced that, um, we said, hey, look, I, don't want, I, don't, I want people to have value added when they spend money. So um, I just saw the pattern of... Hey, okay, here's the next edition. Buy these three books again. Here's another 150 bucks you're spending. You know what I mean? Like, and so I was like, I want uh, there to just be, and I'm in my fifth, like I said. Yeah. So I was like, I want there just to be like the game. And then if we update it, like, why don't I just put all the, all the rules and everything for free on a wiki? So you can access all the game materials and play. If you're not using the app, you can play for free. You know, um, so we're in the process of writing all that up. I've got all the player stuff, but I don't have all the like game master stuff. Right. You know, I'm building that still. But um, you know, and then if you get into the the app, that's where you get like the tools and a lot of the extra stuff. You know, uh, but anyway, so if you have that out there on the wiki, then people can access it and whatever. And then if I need to update things, I will just keep a change log. And then you know everything's up to date. You don't need to buy new books again. And everything, right. and, and like, and, and people still want tangibles. So like, my plan is besides like an essentials kit, like a starter kit, I want to do a lore book instead of a rule book. So the rules are word searchable. And, oh, it's so easy. I love it because I've been playing for years. You know, sure, in yeah. other games too. You're like, what page was that on? Right. And now you just type the word in, and there you go. That's much easier. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the word searchable wiki's good, and that's where the rules are. And I'm sure we'll work out some kind of. If people want tangible, find a PDF you can print or something. Sure. We'll figure something out. But um, for the books, so they still have that tangible stuff and all the beautiful art and everything. I'll do like a lore book that basically, if you had like a coffee table book for Vikings. You'd look through all the cool pictures, <laughs> yeah. and you'd hear read about why the Vikings did this this way and how they lived and all the things, right? And this is why their boats are, you know. Right. You'll get all that in the lore book that tells you all the lore about the world, but when we tweak this rule, your book's not needing errata now to tell you what's out right. of date, you know? Right. That's kind of my thought. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, everyone, follow along the progress of this. Go to the Allies of Majesty Facebook group. Look that up. Uh, or we should have a link if you're on the video version of this uh, on the screen now for you to follow through. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, go find the YouTube video of this uh, as well. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to share? Uh, I just, you know, I'm just happy to be here this weekend. I yeah, really how has the con gone for you? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's done great. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm getting to meet a lot of people I haven't had a chance to meet, Andrew Lone in person. Yeah. I'd already hired him with Next Level Web to do our our web stuff, you know, but like getting to actually meet him in person instead of Zoom has been fun. <laughs> yeah. And um, getting to check out the prototypes for the game, you know, and just meet a lot of people. And you know what? Um, every con is different. Yeah. And so I wasn't sure how it would go here, you know, because sometimes, you know, you breathe the wrong word and people are like, think I'm anti D&D or something. No, I'm not. I'm making right. another game, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, you don't think that about Pathfinder. It was more anti D&D than mine <laughs> in the sense of they were like, hey, we don't like this version. We'll right. make our, you know, yeah. um, not they're not anti, but you know what I'm saying? I get, I get what yeah. you're yeah. So it's like, you know, you never know how it's going to go, you yeah. know? And so uh, everybody's been very, very receptive. They think the idea is cool. They see the differences and um, and the similarities, you know? Yeah. And so it's been very pleasant. I've been very happy with, uh, you know, with the response here. Well, that's fantastic, man. Thank you yeah. so much, Anthony. Yep. And uh, enjoy the rest of the con. Thank you. It is LTNCon Live 2022. I am Radio Matt, and I am here with Steve Van Meter. From Forge Gaming, yep. Uh, let's let's just kick it off for anybody who hasn't heard of Forge Gaming. Let us know what that is. What's Forge Gaming? Yeah, so Forge Gaming is a not-for-profit ministry. We're all about um, basically like sharing the story and message of Jesus to gamers. So at the very base, that's what we're all about. And so we do that through. Um, like if you look at our website, which is forgegaming.us, and I'm losing my voice by the way, because we've been at it for a while, but um, <clears throat> on our website, you'll see play, compete, and equip. 
And so what we mean to say is uh, we want to do casual play and reach people that way. We want to be in the competitive gaming space as well. And what do we do with that? We want to equip people for life and to know Jesus. So that's what we're all about. So also, we, we started out doing LAN parties. So are you familiar with LAN party? Yeah. So, all those classic things where we'd all get together with our giant PCs. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll hook them all up together. Right. And so <laughs> we still do LAN parties, yeah. even though it's not really LAN because we're on the internet and right. it's all that. But um, that's how we started. Uh, Joe, who's here too, uh, he started this ministry from like a sermon that he heard about like having your own design that God gave you. And he's like, I never knew what to do. I'm in church and I'm a nerd. I'm a gamer. Um, and he heard that sermon. He's like, well, I'm going to do gaming things at the church. So we did land parties at the church. And it kept growing. And so we turned it to a not-for-profit. And now we have like one to 200 um, gamers every time we do a LAN. Wow. So our next LAN party is actually next weekend. And so if anyone's in the Cleveland, Akron, Ohio area, <laughs> we have like 20 <laughs> spots left. Um, and so we have like spring and fall, we do a big LAN. Um, we do uh, weekly gaming on our Discord. We do D&D &D and tabletop stuff as well. So. That's awesome. How'd you get hooked up with uh, Love Thy Nerd? Yeah, so um, where to start with that? Um, yeah. <laughs> that like, oh, goodness. <laughs> well, I knew, I knew Chris Gwaltney. Um, okay. And then uh, uh, we had talked a while ago, and he was first starting doing some of the stuff, and then I got connected with Bubba, and um, we just like... Okay, we're so like, you've been hey. around since the beginning with, it, with uh, the Elf Well, I've known about it since the beginning. Right. But when Even we... on the ground floor. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but me and Bubba recently got connected because we're like, hey, we're like-minded ministries. Let's, Absolutely. Let's yeah. like hang out. So, what, so have you, what have you been doing for us here at the con? Uh, so we have a booth, and we just gave a bunch of stuff away for free. Um, and yeah, of all the booths, <laughs> uh, like I thought I was generous. I brought a thing full of free stickers. But like y'all are giving away uh, energy drinks and masks and. There's tons of tons of stuff. Yeah, we gave away a bunch of our desk mats that we desk had. Desk mats, that's right. Yeah, like big big stuff. Yeah, um, we just like to bless people. So awesome. we had stuff to give, so we're like, let's give, and um, we don't like to sell stuff. We our our ministry is uh, like funded by people that care about the ministry. So um, yeah, we're able to do that with generosity, and um, we're doing a tournament, a Smash Brothers tournament here. So that's still to come today, isn't it? Yeah, it's seven yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Okay. So we have our, I wonder if we can see in the camera. No, you can't. You can't see our booth. Our booth is like, yeah, it's, it's like right it's there. Right where you, right off. <laughs> There's like chairs right there. These chairs um, are where people are sitting and getting ready for the Smash Brothers tournament. Um, so we're doing that. We did a, uh, a workshop earlier where we're trying to encourage people to do lands at home again. Yeah. Or if they ever have as a good way to reach people for Christ because um, odds are, I mean, we get a lot of people that um, would never go to a church, come to a church for our land parties. Um, but we want people to invite people in their own home relationally. So do a land at your home, and here's how you can do it. So that's a, a workshop we did earlier. I love that. Uh, are y'all doing anything big here in the next few months? Anything that we should look forward to? Yeah, well, so next weekend's our big land. Right. So yeah, the big land party. It's called Forge Land, and it's our 19th one. So, and our 20th one is going to be in March because we do every spring and fall. Oh, okay. So you do two and, a year. Yep. And we're going to be in Columbus, Ohio. So we've been jumping around. So we've had other people want to get part of our ministry. Like, can you come run a tournament? Can you host your land at our place? And so um, we're open to go anywhere. And um, I'm also a missions pastor. And so I've even had uh, partners in Japan and France say, can you come do a land at our place? And I'm like... Wow. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, I don't know Japanese that well, so. <laughs> how, how can people in the Ohio area, like, find out about, you know, where to go, what to do? Yeah. Where, where can they be? Um, and, and not even just Ohio area. Well, we sure. have Worldwide, um, of course, to get, yeah. get online. But, yeah, so yeah. our website, we filter stuff through that. Um, we have a Discord community of over 400 people in that. And so um, I would encourage people to check out our Discord and hang out and, um, our website again, ForgeGaming.us, has all that stuff there. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to share? I don't want to cut you off. If you have anything special? No. To add? No, right. you're good. Can I love. I, I love what you guys are doing here. Can I let you play a game with me, real quick? A game. Yeah. Let's go. It's, it's, I mean, it's a it's a gaming convention. Right? 
Uh, I'm gonna have you play a game called Would You Rather. You've oh, probably gosh. played this game before, right? Uh, yeah, and I'd rather not, but we can. <laughs> <laughs> so the way this works is I'm gonna give you two two choices, but instead of trying to choose the one that necessarily you would want to pick, you're gonna try and choose what you think the majority of people playing this app have picked. Let's say yeah. the last part again. The the majority of people playing this app have picked. Okay. So you're trying to okay. get into the mind of America. Gotcha. Essentially here, okay. All right. Would you rather? Bleach your hair neon green, or only have one eyebrow. Um, I would go with green. Bleach your hair green. Eighty-one percent. That's the most definitive yeah. answer I've seen today. Uh, eyebrows right. don't really grow back, right? I mean, they grow back. Yeah. Grow back. Uh, all right. So we're doing best two out of three. So that was one. Would you rather? That's a nice one. Be able to run hundred miles per hour, or be able to fly at five miles per hour. I gotta go with fly. But only five miles per hour, that's pretty slow. Okay, you, you brought up a good point. Um, <laughs> I actually thought you said 500 miles per hour. Oh, goodness. <laughs> which is ridiculous. That's too fast. <laughs> that's way too fast. That's you might die, actually. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, gosh, okay. Well, given what you just said, adding that, I think you give it away. I don't know the answer. No, you don't know the answer. Okay. No. Um, there's something about flying. I don't know. Let's go with flying. I, I mean, I kind of agree. But you were wrong. Fifty-five percent said they'd be rather to run. So, so I'm like, maybe it's something you gotta like. It's gotta be. It's the five miles per hour that kills. But maybe you. it's yeah. only five miles an hour because you haven't worked hard enough yet. <laughs> so like you can. Flap, flap, boy. <laughs> All right, last one. Let's see if you can pull this out. Uh, would you rather swim 100 meters in ice cold water, or walk 50 meters barefoot on burning ember or smoldering ember? I'm assuming is what they mean. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with the burning. No, 58% no? would rather do the 100 in ice cold water. Really? Uh, they best Dang. you can. America, America let you down. I just think of sharks, and I don't want to be <laughs> in the water. So, like, I'm good. Well, Steve, thank you for uh, coming on and, and sharing yeah. with us about Forge. Yeah. And, uh, again, that's forgegaming.us. Mm -hmm. Check them out. Uh, I look forward to seeing the results of your Smash Brothers tournament later yeah. on today. Enjoy the rest of the con, brother. Yep. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. <laughs>